Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Apologetically Me. I'm Maggie. I'm Wanda. And we're here to talk about falling in love. We found Cosmo's uh, top 36 questions on how to get someone to fall in love with you. These questions will drive home. We're going to get real deep and intimate with each other. And at the end of this series, we're going to see if Wanda fell in love with me. Me, Maggie, a.k.a. Mr. Steal Your Girl and Jordan. Before we get into it, Wanda, tell the people what you got going on. So this update comes from today. Fresh off the press, I get an email from the university being like, hey, we are going to refund you X amount of money. X amount of money is in the thousands, which is great because who doesn't love free money? And so I go through the process of, wait, what the heck is this? Because I don't think I owed the university any money and I thought it was like a refund of some sort because that's what it was labeled at. So I go through my school's like internal system, I look up my financial profile, and I see that I received a scholarship uh, for this amount of money. And like, of course, I was really happy, but also very confused at the same time, because when I looked it up, it didn't feel like what I had looked up was the same as what I got. It was less money, and I also didn't qualify for that particular scholarship anyways. So I was like very, very confused. So I told the two people that mean most to me, uh, Maggie and Jordan. Both of them, for some reason, was like, are you sure this is not a scam? <laughs> like, I, why would both of you think this? I just want to say you gave no context. First, I just thought it was an email. So I was like, oh, it, it might be a scam. Um, but then you translated it to me from Mac from Guelph to Mac language, like the operating systems. And I was like, oh, this is legit then for sure. Yes, but it was just the first thought that went into both of your brains. Not that you're not deserving of a scholarship. I believe you deserve all the scholarships and you're fully capable of getting scholarships through the hard earned way. But I don't know, scams happen a lot. Yeah, but also, like, why do you both of you think that I would fall for a scam? You want the money. We know how much you love money. We know <laughs> how much you love free, easy money. <laughs> Maybe that's how you fell for it. Yeah, you, you, you know what? That is true. I But I am very resilient to scams. I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> Don't try to scam me. <laughs> yeah, Prince of Nigeria. Watch your back. <laughs> Yeah, I am the new princess of Nigeria and I'm coming <laughs> for money. <laughs> nice. I just want to put it out there that although I might have given Maggie less context, I did actually send a screenshot to Jordan and it was the words, I, I guess the exact same words that I saw in the refund email, but I guess I cut part of it off. And after seeing that, he was still like, oh, is this a scam? Just because I was confused on where it was coming from. The automatic next thing was, oh, this is a scam. But anyways, free money for something that I eventually cleared up with my professor. Um, didn't have to do anything. Easy money. Love it. Love to hear it. Please don't rob me. I have no money. So did your professor put you forward for the scholarship? Is that what happened? No. So he cleared it up and he found the one that it was 
maybe uh, the one that I received. Again, the university sent me nothing. So I got no email being like, congratulations, you have won this scholarship. The email that I received from the university was, you are getting a refund for this amount of money. Very confusing. And the only reason I know of the name of the scholarship is because it shows up on my financial profile when I go to like my school's like internal website. You know what? That's great. Good for you. I'm so happy you get free money. I hope you spend it wisely on me. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you have a full-time job and not once have you spent your hard-earned money on me. I feel like I have when you graduated. I took you out for a meal. That was the only time I can remember. Yeah, and I can't wait to graduate another time to get to cash in my second <laughs> free meal. <laughs> I have no more money. <laughs> Anyways, that's my update. Anyways, what's your update for this week? My update is the big D-Day is tomorrow. As in, like, I'm moving tomorrow. But, like, oh. uh, like not officially because we didn't book an elevator, but it's, like, an official moving. We're getting the keys. We're getting the internet, ma internet man in. We are, um, what else am I doing? I guess I'm moving all the other stuff in. I think I'm going to have to do two trips on Saturday but it's all good. That's so much driving. Yeah, I don't know if I can fit everything in. So I'm taking that couch behind me on Saturday. So this will be, this will be a game changer. And then I think I asked Nick to go pick up a desk today in Brampton for me that I saw in Kijiji. Ikea is literally sold out of everything. I need to buy a work desk and the one I want is gone. So I cannot work anywhere. I'd have to work on the ground or on the kitchen counter, which actually isn't a bad idea. But um, yeah, I don't want to get stuff wet in case I need to use the sink. So Nick is picking up my desk today. Uh, we're going to move that over, I guess, tomorrow. We'll see what happens. Ah, uh, supply chain issues. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ikea. Ikea do be out of supply for everything. Yeah. Um. Why did you call it D-Day? Oh, I don't know. That's what everyone calls like big events. That's also the war thing, I think. I'm going to war with the apartment building. Going to war with Ikea. <laughs> no, the Swedish would never do that to me. Okay, what's your beef or crush of the week? So I guess it's kind of like a combo of beef and crush, but my crush of the week is actually turning red. I watched it last week because it was on Disney Plus. It is? Yeah. You didn't know? No. I thought it was in theaters. Yeah. No, it was on Disney Plus. March 11th, it came out. Holy shit. I could have been watching have... this whole time. Yeah, you don't have to check. I promised. I promise you it's on there. I watched it. <laughs> and... It got, like, a lot of backlash, I guess. Like, I was reading about it afterwards on Reddit, and people are really angry about it. They're like, it's not a good Pixar movie. It's, like, so unrelatable. Um, the art style is bad. They're, like, DoorDash cartoon characters or advertisement commercial characters or something. Um, and there wasn't a lot of, like, positive things being said outside of, like, the Asian community. So, as the Asian community, <laughs> I want to also say nice things about it. Um, 
I liked it. It was really nice to see like Toronto being featured in a movie. Like there were so many references to Toronto. There's so many like cultural elements um, as like a tiger mom, except I guess in this case, the helicopter red panda mom and everything. And like about a girl finding herself and breaking apart from like her family and her mother and doing everything her mother wants her to do and being her own person and everything. Um, yeah, I really, it, it was like a feel good, nice movie. And as a person who also has a helicopter mom, I really related to it. That is so funny. Um, I have not seen it yet as for my reaction, but I think I saw one of those popular tabloids um, they had to retract a statement that their movie critic wrote and he was like, this just isn't, oh, he's a white man, by the way. He was like, I, this just isn't relatable to me. I don't even know why you would write this. This is totally not like a Disney movie. Like it's not how things used to be back in the day. Um, yes. Yeah. And I think, well, I also saw a Reddit comment where it was like, she like prostituted herself out to get band tickets, which was an interesting concept. But when you think about the other Disney movies, they're like, Girl had to get unconsensually kissed to wake up. Like, a lot of those things revolve around unconsensual things, so, like, this is really a far stretch. At least this time she was consenting. Um, and I guess another note is, um, when you say it's not relatable to you, I guess you're not the primary demographic. You know, like, Disney movies were geared towards, like, kids. Like, they're not, like, you're too, I don't want to say you're too old for it, but, like, it's not marketed to you. It's not marketed to really us, but we enjoy it. I did. Um, I hope you enjoy it too. And to the whole like the panda thing, like selling pictures of herself and exploiting her panda, because like pan like pandas used in like a lot of different ways, I guess, in the movie. Like panda is supposed to be like a self-expression kind of thing, but it also could mean like uh like menstruating like they kind of talk about that as well like when the mom brings in like a bunch of pads for her and everything um like panda has like a lot of meaning in the movie for some reason like it seems to cover a lot of things so the whole like exploiting her panda is a little bit strange i am going to say that but outside of that <laughs> okay to be fair this is not the best Asian movie that they could, like, Pixar could have came out with. Like, I think they could have done better. But I still enjoyed it because I related to it. And I thought it was sweet. And I love Sandra Oh. Oh, yeah, true. She's in it. Um, shoot, what was I about to say? Is the selling panda pics, like, a metaphor for, like, OnlyFans? I don't know. Because, like... I didn't think about it as, like, prostituting herself in a way or, like, d selling it for OnlyFans until I read it on social media. Hmm. I can't wait to watch to see what I think. I really wish I didn't read the whole explo exploitation thing because now that's going to be in my head the whole time. Yeah, I think, like, because I didn't read anything about it before I saw it, I went in and I was like, oh, this is so cute and innocent. Like, I never went to that, like, exploitation thing. But then, like, after reading it, I was like, oh, I completely understand, like, hmm. how this could be kind of weird. Anyways, what's your beef or crush of the week? This is the part I have dreaded. 
Um, I guess my beef of the week is James Bond. Um, so I've been watching the James Bond movies on Crave. Uh, most, I guess not the old ones. I've only been watching the Daniel Craig one. So my first introduction to James Bond was Pierce Brosnan's. And I thought like he was so classic James Bond. He's just like so suave. This is who James Bond is. And then when he got fired, I was pretty sad. Um, I don't, there was like a lot of conflict and like he took Mamma Mia and they were filming like so close to each other. And it was just so sad because he, in my head, he's like, this is James Bond. So watching Daniel Craig play James Bond was like kind of weird. Um, so anyways, I have a lot of things to comment and I know like this has been around for a while. So I'm sure people have said this before me, but James Bond plots are so stupid and so complicated and like, He's literally a killer with no remorse. He uses women. He does not care for himself or he does not care for literally anyone except for maybe M. Yeah, mommy issues there. And um, yeah, literally no one else. He will kill anyone. He literally could have saved so many people's lives, but instead he's going to let the killer take the shot and then and then attack the villain. Um, I want to also mention the movie Skyfall. The main, the Bond girl um severine or whatever she told him she was sold into sex trafficking and then she was like meet me at the boat if you want to meet my employer and then she's showering and then he sneaks into the shower and then has sex with her she literally just told him she was sold into sex trafficking and her only way out was to like like bond with the evil guy who like abuses her so like he goes and immediately has sex with her and then the bad guy is like, okay, now I test your shooting. You have to shoot the the alcohol off the girl's head. And then Bond doesn't do it because I guess like moment of weakness there. And then the bad guy obviously just shoots her because he's like, you're weak. So this is a sad life for her. She oh, The only reason she introduced James Bond to her employer was because she wanted an escape because she was abused her whole life. So anyways, I think James Bond's movies, I think they're all so overdone. I think um, I, I think there's just like a lack of representation for women. I don't want to say representation, but lack of feminism in these James Bond movies. These women are just had sex with and then thrown away and then probably killed afterwards for sleeping with James Bond. Literally one woman from Casino Royale. She didn't even sleep with him. She was tortured because he she gave him like a small bit of information she was tortured and it's pretty gruesome it's pretty gross that they showed it on screen actually but i'm also very sensitive so my beef is james bond the end i've i don't remember ever watching a james bond movie um actively at least maybe passively on a plane of some sort but that is completely different than, I mean, is it really that different? Well, it's kind of different than what I thought it was going to be. Like, I, like I knew it was going to be kind of misogynistic, but I didn't think it was going to be, like, that bad. Yeah, I was thinking about, like, the most popular, like, action franchises. And I really do enjoy Mission Impossible, even though the plots are always very stupid. I can't watch Mission Impossible anymore because, like, every time I look at Tom Cruise, I'm like, mm, Scientology. Mm. Also, uh, if you Google it, you can see that his teeth are perfectly off-center. And every time I look at that, it just, it just bothers me. 
but yeah you're right scientology <laughs> kind of thing too. yeah yeah that's the that's that's <laughs> definitely the worst part <laughs> but also it's all scientology thing cool now let's fall in love wanda okay <laughs> Um, this will be a series. We're going to break this up because there's so many questions and Wanda and I really want to take our time to fall in love with each other and figure out if we should leave our respective partners. Um, okay. Given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want as a dinner guest? Actually, I hate this question. I'm pretty sure you asked me this question because you were asked this question in an interview. I did a good question. Or a good answer at the time. Was it Gandhi? No, the other person, like the interviewer said Gandhi. And I said, oh. um, are you sure you want, I don't think he would eat. <laughs> <laughs> that is excellent. Thank you. They, Pure comedy gold. Thank you. <laughs> my, my only reigning moment. Yeah, in an interview, being that quick on your feet is like, wow, I'm so impressed. Thank you. Um, so who would you say? Me. Hey. <sighs> Me. <laughs> I, like, well, I already have dinner with you. I think the point of this question is to talk, like, to be, like, have dinner with someone that you could never have dinner with. I have no idea. Can you answer this question first? I don't know who it would be anymore. It used to be John Mulaney because I thought he was so funny and, like, I had so many... Wait, I still have so many questions for him. Like, why did he leave his wife for Olivia Munn? Um, did he cheat on her? What was rehab like? Why did he get back into drugs? Um, did Pete Davidson influence him? I have so Why many did questions. he have a child after yeah. being childless or wanting to be childless? Yeah. Like, I think that's the part, maybe one of the parts that hurt the most. That him and his wife put on a united front and they were like, we do not want kids turns around and immediately has a kid. And she's like, I had all this time. I've got to go freeze my eggs. And the fact that she's freezing her eggs makes it seem like he was the one who didn't want children. Yeah. And she was just like, okay, I love you. And that is a sacrifice I'm willing to make. Mm -hmm. So I is mean, that still your answer? I can't think of anyone else I would want to talk to. Ooh, I kind of want to like this is really like basic though like I kind of want to talk to Taylor Swift only because like I really want to know what happened behind the whole debacle with like Scooter Braun I think it would oh. really help to hear from the horse's mouth so you just like anyone you want to have dinner with is basically you fishing for gossip oh my god yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh, like someone I really want to get to know? I have no other reason. I All the people I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want to know anyone else. <laughs> yeah, I already have dinner with them regularly. <laughs> yeah. See, like that's kind of the same thing. It's like there's no one famous that I feel like I would want to have dinner with. Like who do, who do you think I would want to have dinner with? Jordan. <laughs> yeah, me too. That's exactly what came to my mind. I was like, I was thinking about this. I'm like, who would I want to have dinner with? And it's Jordan. Like, of all the people in the world, I would choose, Aww. if I had to choose one person to have dinner with, it'd be Jordan. This isn't helping us fall in love, Wanda. <laughs> Me talking. <laughs> but your boyfriend. Yeah. Um, that's very sweet, though. I had asked Nick this question, and he said me. 
Um, so it oh. says a lot that I did not say him. <laughs> and I said Taylor Swift <laughs> and John Mulaney. You want the gossip. <laughs> I do. Nick has no hot gossip for me. I'm going to ask Jordan this question. And I want to see what he says. And if he doesn't see, say me, I'm going to be very, very angry. I okay. can 90% confidently say he will say you. Why would you say that? Um, I can't think of anyone else he would want to. Other than Matt, maybe. Yeah, I, I can feel that. Uh, for reference, Matt is not halfway across the world, but he is at least a five-hour plane ride away. So... They don't see each other very often. And also Matt is Jordan's best friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe I'll come back to this question later. Um, okay. Maybe something will pop up, trigger a light bulb moment. Okay. But um, question two, would you like to be famous? And part two of the question, in what way? I guess we're like, we're already mildly famous. Only because we're like artists. We put our information out there we're like publicly posting our podcast we could be podcast famous one day um but also i do not want to be famous ever i have no desire to be famous i don't want people to recognize me um i said this to nick too but i want to be like small town famous but it's not famous if like you both know each other so like i want to like if people come up to me i want to be able to recognize them like i just want to like have a two-way thing not a one-way theme so i guess i want to know a lot of people (laughs) you want to have a big network (laughs) a big network yeah but i don't want to be famous that makes sense like it's more important to have connections almost in a way than actually being famous yeah what about you i uh feel the exact same way um as I've mentioned in the past, like I'm basically undiscoverable unless you go find me on LinkedIn or you somehow find my Reddit account where I don't post anything. Um, So like I like being incognito, but if I could like have any career in the world, I've recently realized that I want to be a lifestyle influencer because you get sent so much free shit and I would love that. Imagine, okay, picture this. You go away for a vacation, you come home, you have loads of packages at your front door just waiting for you. Each package you open is another like sample of some product or like of like makeup or food or like uh, like activewear, clothing and like all that stuff. And opening it on camera is considered to be content. It's like those kids unboxing videos that my nephew watches. Exactly. Like, if I could do that, that would be great. Like, if I love watching vlogs on YouTube of people's days. So if only I could also do that and have people watch me. But I don't want to be famous. <laughs> but I also want to have a lot of makeup. I want free sh- stuff sent to me. Send me free mm-hmm. stuff. <laughs> Imagine going on vacation and getting the whole thing for free. That's the dream. Yeah. Honestly, like people pay you to like go visit their country, go visit their resort. You get like special privileges there because you're famous. Like it's just the rich getting richer. Yeah, I I agree. Like watching PewDiePie's video on his honeymoon, I was like, holy shit, that's where I want to (laughs) be. Um, and it just makes it sadder that now I have to pay rent and then I have to try to budget a vacation too because if I'm leaving my place. I'm losing money. 
That's an interesting way to think about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I didn't think about it before with a house. Now with rent that I actually pay for. That's so funny. I can't believe you had that reaction to PewDiePie's honeymoon video because I had that same reaction to PewDiePie's honeymoon video. This is literally the gold standard. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It was beautiful. I remember so vividly watching it while eating dinner and being like, holy shit, I want to be them. I want to be there. I remember their like rose petals like on the bed in the shape of a heart. That's literally what I'm thinking about right now. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, wow, that's how you know you've made it. For free. Insane. Yeah. Insane. Mm. Okay. Before making a telephone call, do you ever rehearse what you're going to say and why? Yeah. Because if I don't, I stutter. Even when I think about it. I Then I think about it too hard. And then I also stutter. There is no world where I don't stutter making a phone call. Uh, what about you? Uh, I think I had really bad... I was really shy when I was younger and... Like, even when teachers would, like, call your name for attendance, I have to practice saying here in my head. Like, everything before I said I had to practice in my head to make sure I knew. Um, But now, I guess because, like, I kind of practice a lot, now I just have to think about what my intent is, and then it just comes out. So, not necessarily rehearsing it, but make sure that the intent is there. I think one of the most nerve-wracking things that I do recently is introducing myself. Ooh, in interviews or like in general? In general. Like if you've ever like icebreakers, right? Like I hate icebreakers. Those are my like number one most hated thing. I mean, that's not true, but I just don't like icebreakers. And like when you have to do an icebreaker and then you have to like introduce yourself to these new group of people for the first time, like it just it just makes for such an uncomfortable situation. And anxiety leading up to that actual introduction of yourself, because like you don't want to fuck it up because if you fuck up introducing yourself, then you just seem like kind of incompetent. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I haven't done an icebreaker in so long. Yeah. I, you're right that first impressions matter, but I guess it depends on the environment because at the end of the day, it might not matter. Yeah. I would never judge anyone who got their introduction wrong or like tripped up or something. But the fact that for some reason I would judge myself for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. I see this. <laughs> it's because I never know what to say. So I'm like, I'm impressed when other people have so much stuff to say. Oh my gosh. I think about this all the time. Like people have such like impressive like resumes and mm-hmm. like research and everything. And they talk about them. They sound so smart and so technical. And then like I say my thing and it's so like simple and basic. And they're like, and people have like so many hobbies too. And I'm like, I watch Netflix. No problem with that. I I read this comment where I was like, You really know when someone's smart, when they can translate really complicated concepts to really like easy to understand things. So don't think about it like that. If you can easily translate it, you're the smartest one in the room. What if it was easy to begin with? Probably not. You literally explained your PhD to me so many times and I still don't get it. Never mind. I was like, does that go against what I was just saying? (laughs) (laughs) Because you don't understand what I'm saying. Because it's a very complex thing and you do like break it down. When you explain the the other parts, I'm like, oh, I totally understand this. And then the whole thing, I'm like, I don't don't know what that means. I still don't know what an engineer is. 
I mean, there's a lot of definitions of an engineer. So, like, exactly. it's a term that's widely thrown around now and, like, mm-hmm. sprinkled into everything. So I don't blame you for that. Mm-hmm. I've asked Nick what an engineer is so many times. I said, what did you even study? What, is, what do you even do? Um, I still do not know what a GPU or CPU is. So we're good. It's I mean, just me. <laughs> you don't mine for Bitcoin, so I don't think you need to know. This is good. This is good. Um, next one. What would constitute a perfect day for you? I'm going to sound like a dog, but um, I love running errands. I think my perfect day. Okay. My perfect day, it's like 22 degrees outside. I have nothing to do on this day. Jordan also has nothing to do on this day. And we spend the entire day together, spend doing errands of some sort, and then going to the gym and then going out for dinner in, in some shape or form in that order. That's so yeah. funny. That's very similar to my perfect day. <laughs> <laughs> what is your perfect day? Um... Oh, I wake up, I go to the gym, I get brunch with a friend or friends, and then, um, oh god, what do I do in the afternoons usually? I don't know, I guess I just hang out with my boyfriend, yeah, and then we go to dinner somewhere, watch a movie, go for a walk with the dogs, that's a perfect day. Very, we have very mundane, like, perfect days. Mm-hmm. I think my vacation perfect day would be slightly different but mostly the same yeah i i agree as long as there's food involved for some reason like going out somewhere i'm good yeah me too like i love the spending time with people aspect but i also love the food aspect and that's Mm -hmm. a very important thing to have Mm -hmm. yeah i agree Oh, our perfect days are so similar, except we didn't mention each other. (laughs) We're never going to fall. We're at the fourth question and we're still not in love. We just keep talking with our boyfriends. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's only only part one. We still have two more parts. Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. So question five. When did you last sing to yourself? To someone else? I was literally singing right when we joined this podcast. I was singing that Maroon 5 song. Um, I forget which one. Um, okay. But I guess I was singing to you, too. Yeah, I heard it while I joined. Mm-hmm. How about you? When did you last sing? Um, I sing in my head at the gym, if that counts. I mouth the words. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, sometimes I get really into it, and then, like... So yeah, like maybe like yesterday or the day before, I kind of did that, but I can't really like remember the last time I like sang to someone else. It's probably like the last time I probably sang to Jordan, and it was probably um, actually my favorite song to sing out loud in the car is like that fun song, SpongeBob um, fun song. No, 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 no. Like the band Fun. Oh, like we are young. Yes. <laughs> Let me let me let me see if this is the right song. Yes. So let's set the world on fire. I don't really love that part, but oh. the beginning, like the beginning chunk of it is Deep like song. my favorite. Give me a second. Uh, it's become a meme now on TikTok. God damn it. 
Um, no, it's just people like making that beginning like knocking sound. Yeah, where like guys like... are hugging and then they start patting each other on the back and then someone comes in and starts singing, give me a second. <laughs> oh, I need to get my story straight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. I get that. I hate it. Everything I love is like being adopted by TikTok. Like even this like this 36 questions thing. Like Maggie sent me something about it. And I promise I did not get this for TikTok. Yeah, that's that's very interesting. I feel like this looked like very like familiar to me, so I feel like I did look this up when I was like early on dating. To be like, how do I make a relationship more intimate? How how do I really get to know him? What did you last sing to yourself? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know if it gets more intimate because I actually haven't read through all of them. But like all of these questions are like questions that you could ask in an interview. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would be very weirded out if someone asked me like some of these questions, though. But yeah. Um, like the okay. first two. Not so bad. Yeah. Um, okay, next one. If you were able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years of your life, which would you want? This is easy. I hate this question. I hate this question. My mom asked me this recently. Hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure I would maintain the mind of a 30-year-old. Really? Oh, actually, wait. Wait, wait, wait. No, body. Body of of 30-year-old. Yes. Because, like, the worst thing is, like, when you're, like, you want to do things, but your body, like, physically can't sustain mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I was thinking, like, your mind is, like, you forget a lot of things at 90. Like, my mom mm-hmm. was having this conversation with her sister, and she was, like, it's kind of scary. Like, I forget a lot more things now. Like, it's just so easy to remember, to forget things. Um, and, yeah, your body is more broken than it was at 30. So, yeah, I agree with you on this. Easy. Yeah. Um, just euthanasia me at that point. You want more euthanasia? <laughs> uh, question seven. Do you have a secret hunch about how you will die? This was the question that made me cry, by the way. Oh, um, you cried really early on. Yeah. <laughs> I was very emotional. Anything would have made me cry, honestly. Um, I kind of do. I think it's going to be something stupid. Um, like in what way? I kind of don't want to say in case it happens. Okay. Oh my God. I feel the exact same way because I don't want to think about it because I don't want to put the like bad juju into the air. Mm-hmm. Like our friend Prabby did like a death like calculator thing online to figure out when he's going to die. And I will never do that because like, I'm not going to like any number that it spits out. And like, what if it's like mm-hmm. tomorrow? Like, even though it's like, yes, it's just an online generator. No, bad juju. Can't. <laughs> so we have to skip this. <laughs> yep, skipping this question. This is, this is when Nick told me how he had a secret hunch. And then I started crying. And I was like, why would you do say this to me? Now you're going to die. Sinead, name three things you and your partner appear to have in common. Like Every question before this. <laughs> yes, me and you. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think we're both pretty funny oh yes i agree with that Mm -hmm. we both have very similar interests uh in tv shows food not drinks um in travel preferences um we seem to just get each other like emotional wise and like i don't know 
what it is. Physically. <laughs> Physically. <yeah. laughs> we have the same sex drive. <laughs> <laughs> we have the same body from the back, apparently. Or if you're not wearing glasses. <laughs> um, which is a compliment because your arms look great. Um Thank you. Uh and I think I already said three things. You do. And it sucks because you kind of took the three things that I was going to say, too. Got to come up um, with new ones. <laughs> which is, like, very unfortunate. Uh, we seem to have, like, the same, like, thinking styles, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. same line of thought where it's, like, we can easily predict what the other person is, like, thinking or going to say. And, like, like thinking back to the PewDiePie thing. Like, we reference almost, like, the exact same timestamp in this video that is not just, like... 30 seconds long like it's quite a long long. video yeah and so that's nice and also i like that we can follow each other down like windy paths of like jumping conversation topics but like always not getting confused Mm -hmm. so i i like that um sense of humor like i have to mention that like i know you already said it but i think we have very similar senses of humor um and What is the third one? You took all the good ones. I think like maybe me more than you, but I feel like we're pretty non-judgmental. Like I confide in you a lot about like very NSFW things or like just things I'm just curious about. And you're very like non-judgmental about it, which I think I really appreciate in a friend. Um, I'm definitely, I'm not, I don't think I'm judgmental, but like maybe a little bit more. I think like I think we vary on things too. Like I think it's like you're less judgmental on like certain things, where I would be more judgmental, and like vice versa and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is too. We push each other. Like we mm-hmm. we like to tell each other the truth. Like we won't sugarcoat it. I have a third thing. We both have white boyfriends. Unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> This is truly where our worlds collide because our boyfriends get along too. Yes. Oh, our boyfriends. Uh, We have that in common. Uh, They get along. So I'll take that as a win for things we have in common. They both, I don't know if like they rile each other up, but they both seem to like, like very weird things. Like maybe it's part of their culture, but it's like, we'll go to an all you eat Japanese place. They love the hot dogs. They talk about cotton candy cookies. Um, They talk about coding for a very long time. The whole conversation was about coding, work from home, office setups. To be fair, um, I could very easily probably name three things that Jordan and Nick have in common. Mm -hmm. So, like, it makes sense on why they... Like, I mean, they're in the same line of work. Yeah. They have similar food preferences uh children's foods um a picky (laughs) no a picky child's food and then Mm -hmm. they also like i don't know they should kind of of share like similar hobbies yeah i i will say i think nick isn't very picky actually no he's picky about like healthy eating but he'll eat garbage foods and it seems to really come out when jordan's there yeah i mean like I say like picky eating, like when like, you know, like when you have a child and they don't want to eat their vegetables and they just want chicken nuggets and oh sausages and fries. That's so funny. Nick always talks about chicken nuggets. So does Jordan. 
Oh. <laughs> How do we, two cool women, um, power women of people of color, date these white boys who are into chicken nuggets? We grow boss too close to the sun. <laughs> JK, our boyfriends are all great and they're all very cool and girl bosses of their own. Yeah, but I still will judge them for eating chicken nuggets and hot dogs. And I did hot try dogs. The sausage recently at Gooby tasted literally like a hot dog. My mom agreed too. She was like, Nick, you like this? <laughs> the pure judgment in her face eating the hot dog and he was like it's like smokier like you can taste it a little bit and she was like it tastes exactly like the dollar hot dog at ikea and costco Ooh, that's the other thing that jordan keeps on wanting to get it's funny nick wants it too he said his mom would not let him get it oh every time we walked like because the hot dog stand is like at the end of the checkout at ikea so every time we walk mm -hmm. by he's like hot dog Hot dog? Hot dog? <laughs> Cute. <laughs> They're not worth it. I got it a few months ago and I just felt unsatisfied. Mm, Costco dogs are better. They are. I have not had one, but I agree they are. They just look better. Mm -hmm. They're longer. Oh. The only time where length matters. It's about how you use it, okay? <laughs> yeah, uh, like, um, <laughs> not for hot dogs. <laughs> Okay, next one. For what in your life do you feel most grateful? You're not going to like my answer. <laughs> Jordan. Yeah. I knew it. <laughs> I mean, you could also be my sugar daddy and I would be more grateful for you. Okay, like disclaimer, he he does not. He is not. <laughs> that was just a joke. He's a Splendid daddy at most. <laughs> yeah. We uh, split costs pretty evenly. So. Mm hmm but yes. What about you? Mine's generic. I'm I'm grateful for Nick too and for my friends. Oh yeah, friends. Yes. Wow, I had to say it first. <laughs> I just didn't want to take everything, you know. Like I didn't. I wanted to give you something original to say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I was single for almost for my whole life basically. So Nick was great, very very compatible partner. Um, and my friends are great too. I never like doubt. If anyone's my friend, very good support system. Yeah. Even though I don't like see friends mm -hmm. all that often, like I still always know that like they're always going to be there. And that's yeah. kind of nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everyone is really nice. Um, okay. If you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? Oh man, I don't have time to go into this. <laughs> um, I don't want to, I don't want to shit talk. So let's we'll skip this one. <laughs> Can we also skip this one? Take four minutes and tell your partner your life story in as much detail as possible. Yeah, um, go watch the episode where we do that. Mm -hmm. We talked about it for an hour. We're good. Yeah. Um, okay. If you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one quality or ability, what would it be? I know yours. What is it? The ability to eat as much food as you could without gaining weight. Uh, so, Yes. But I think I would place one thing higher than that on my, like, on my list. And it'd be telekinesis. Whoa. Like, to move <laughs> things around with your mind. Yes. Then, okay. Because I am so lazy. And sometimes I just really want things from downstairs in the kitchen. And I don't want to move to the kitchen to go get it. So, like, could you imagine I could be, like, lying on the couch and just, like, there's, like, a pop just floating by 
and into my arms. Mm-hmm. What about you? Oh, man. I was just thinking about this. I really like the eating as much food thing, but I also really, uh, I think shapeshifting is cool. I'm going to steal Nick's because I think he said photographic memory, which I think is like really cool. I don't want anything like superhero-y because then I have to go fight villains and I just want to be greedy and use that ability for myself. Oh, I'm not going to use my ability to go fight villains. Oh, you're just going to literally move yourself to the bathroom. Bring yes. the bathroom close to you. <laughs> yes. Could I like stretch the bathroom and all the plumbing to me? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Teleportation would be cool. Yeah, that would be the other one that I'd be mm-hmm. really into. I hate traveling anywhere, so. Yeah, I do hate. I love airports. I just hate flying in planes. Too. Another thing we have in common. Oh, yeah. It just makes me nauseous and I hate the smells and like babies are always crying when I'm trying to sleep. Yeah, and also the fear of falling out of the sky. That's just you. <laughs> we do not share that in common. Oh, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> nice. Okay, after this is the end of set one, Wanda, would you say you are more in love with me? I think like a little bit. Like I definitely do feel something towards you. I think the one question that really made me like, ah, was like, name three things that we appear to have in common. Where I was like, oh, you're right. We have so much in common. And our boyfriends do too. We're such a good um, quad quad couple. (laughs) (laughs) Think of Megadesk, but mega couple. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's like, because every other thing was like about me or about you but like mm-hmm. that was kind of the only questions that was like about our relationship mm-hmm. which i don't know why they didn't have more questions related to that maybe it's like the deeper you get in maybe but like they kind of just threw that one in there yeah maybe like that's cosmo's like secret thing all along put in a bunch of garbage and then one like little gold piece yeah maybe it's like because you're already sharing so much it's very like unsuspect unsuspecting when mm-hmm. you like share about your partner like or your relationship with your partner i guess yeah, i agree cool i'm gonna go ask um who jordan wants to have dinner with okay if he doesn't say me i will tell i will, you will i sue. will shame i will sue i will name <laughs> and shame him next week <laughs> nice thank you Thank you for listening to part one of this three-part series on 36 questions to fall in love. Go like us on social media, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Go listen to us and like us on wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. And join us next Thursday for another episode of Apologetically Me. Bye! Bye.